From the studios of Tucson Business Radio X, recorded in the Stewart Title Corporate Offices on Broadway, you are now listening to The Mark Bishop Show. And now here's your host, Mark Bishop. Yes, and welcome to another show. I uh, thought we'd have a look at some money. This is an interesting topic today. Show me the money, right? You know, uh, challenging fixed thinking is not easy, and particularly around fixed income. Dave LaDuke, he's the executive vice president, chief investment officer, and head of fixed income for Mellon. It's a BNY Mellon investment management firm. He's sharing with us some high spots in a low-rate environment. Welcome, Dave. Good morning. Thanks for having me. You know, investing with an eye on the long term is wise. And those who, uh, you know, do stay disciplined are often rewarded for staying the course. However, this doesn't mean investors should ignore their investments. Correct, Dave? Yeah, that's correct. I think um, one of the things we find is that, you know, particularly in an environment where the stock market is performing really well, um, just like someone who's healthy thinks that they don't need to go to the doctor, um, sometimes uh, individual investors think, well, everything's been going pretty well. Um, I don't really have to worry about what's in my investment portfolio or my asset allocation. Um, And we think that that's, that's a risk for a lot of individual investors. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess the same goes for this uh, 10-year historic bull run as well, Dave. Yes, I think that's part of what um, what's you know in our opinion has led to some complacency among individual investors. We've had a lot of stock for strong stock returns since you know the, the financial crisis, with a few hiccups, but mostly you know stocks have gone up pretty pretty steadily over the past ten years. And one of the things that we've looked at individual investment portfolios is we found that. A lot of investors are heavily concentrated in stock investments, partly because of the strong returns, um, but perhaps don't have enough investments in other investment markets that could help offset any you know future disappointment or volatility that we might get in the stock market. And so, the way I like to think about it is, you know, a couple of things, right? Trees don't grow to the sky all the time, so they're likely to have some. <laughs> we might have an environment in the future, right, where we get some volatility. So, well, um, you know, investors should. To look at that. Well, that's it. And there's a few pundits out there, you know, that uh, scare the bejesus out of you, quite frankly. As far as they're concerned, there's a massive crash coming no matter what. And you don't know what to do. But look, I'll tell you what, let's touch on some of your views, um, if we may. Yep. Okay. Let's start with, uh, sure. let's start with diversification. All right. Uh, it, it isn't dead, uh, although interest rates are low. So, you know, what's your thinking on that? Yeah, so I think diversification um, is simply the concept that, you know, you want to have things in your portfolio that don't always move the same direction at the same time, right? So when we talk about stocks, um, we're not necessarily uh, forecasting uh, an imminent uh, correction in stocks or some big downturn, but there are risks in the world, right? And there are lots of risks that you and I and others can't – can't know today how they might play out, right? Some people are worried about the coronavirus and how bad is it and could it be worse for U.S. or global growth than we think. Um, And so we just don't know how these things are going to develop and what those things could pose challenges for certain assets like stocks. And so our view is if you have some things in the portfolio that may go up or stay stable if stocks go down, you could build a stronger portfolio. You can build a portfolio that can allow you as an investor to maybe just look through this, the nervousness, right? And so if people are really worried about the sky falling, mm-hmm. if you know 
you have some other investments in your portfolio that won't go down if the sky falls, you could sleep a little better at night. <laughs> All right. Um, what about uh, municipal bonds? Yeah, there's there's two areas that we think investors should look more closely at. Um, one is municipal bonds, um, and there are a number of different advantages. One is the you know the, obviously for U.S. investors, there's a tax advantage for investing in municipal bonds. So the income that comes into a municipal bond fund um, is it, most of the income is normally not taxed or taxed at the same rate as other investments in the portfolio. Mm-hmm. So there's there's one obvious advantage, but more importantly for investors, getting back to that diversification topic, mm-hmm. is municipal bond portfolios stay really stable. It, it, historically, we've observed they they stay pretty stable if you you have um, a lot of volatility or ups and downs in the stock market. So it really is an asset that can provide some some income. Uh, maybe give you some some tax diversification, um, but also provides a nice kind of balance, a little bit of ballast in your boat, right? If if the waves get a little rocky. Okay, okay, so that makes sense. Um, you know, tax benefits with that are good. Uh, it, may, it might not be great um, interest on the other side, but it, but a little bit more secure. That's talking local, of course. Talking home. What about the case for global, yep. Dave? What about you know? Just, is domestic investing? I mean, is it always best, or it isn't always best? Well, I think there, you know, the U.S. bond market is large, and um, most investors might say, "Well, why do I need to do, look anywhere else?" Right? There's there's things in the U.S. I can invest in, and um, isn't that good enough? But what investors don't know is that 60% of the opportunities in in fixed income markets around the world are outside of the U.S. So there's a lot of things outside of the U.S. that we can put in a bond portfolio to, to make that stronger, right? To offset maybe if, if there are some particular challenges in the U.S., there's oftentimes that we've found other bond markets around the world that, again, they might perform well if there are times where the U.S. bond market is, is struggling. So, for example, if, if some for some reason interest rates in the U.S. started to go up and bond prices started to to get a little bit more volatile. There may be some markets around the world where the bond prices are more stable. So essentially all we're trying to do is cast a wider net. Mm. We think if you cast a really wide net, you come up with more opportunities and the bigger your opportunity set, the bigger, the better chance you have to win over the long term. Okay. Well, this leads for me anyway, a question after just reading even what the other day about how uh, there's a big clampdown on, uh, you know, some of these places around the world for tax havens and so on. Uh, you know, an average wood duck like me comes to you. He says, okay, uh, there's something interesting overseas going on. I'd like to put money in that. How does it get on with relation to tax in this country and, uh, you know, having money offshore? I mean, are there any issues uh, with the, with this thing? No, there, we don't have any issues, and I think that's one of the reasons why – so for – and that's one of the reasons why you perhaps want to invest in a, a bond fund, like a global bond fund, um, and we manage some of these. So one of the things that we do as professional investors is we set up all those relationships when we're managing a portfolio. And so when we're buying investments from overseas or other markets, we're dealing with how those investments come into the portfolio and all the payment issues and all the other things. And so it's a lot easier for us as as professionals that spend all day doing this with a large team of people in the U.S., in Europe, in Singapore, all working on this thing to build a portfolio. For an individual investor, all you have to do is invest in um, you know, that investment vehicle that we're managing. And we take care of all those other issues. Mm. 
Very good. Well, I'm speaking with David LeDuc. He's the CIO at Mellon's Head of Fixed Income. Okay, so why should investors, wherever they are, uh, in their investing lives, big, small, in between, uh, consider fixed income solutions being the bonds? You seem quite... uh, quite strong on the bonds during this historic equity bull run because it's not going to last forever. Yeah, I think that's the main reason to consider it, right? I think the, you know, one of the challenges for investors is is fixed income investing um, may seem complicated to some people. They may say, boy, there's a lot to consider there. I don't understand how the, the global bond thing works or, or, or they may look at the interest rates and say, well, Interest rates look low, right? One and a half, two percent doesn't seem like a lot of opportunity there. Maybe I'll just keep all my money in the stock market, mm-hmm. and I think that exposes investors to a lot of risk. So even though interest rates are low in the U.S., and you might say, "Well, the coupon income that I'm getting in that bond fund uh, may not seem that exciting to me," it's going to seem a lot more exciting if the stock market goes down or we have a, a dislocation and other things, mm-hmm. and that bond fund. Um, is staying stable or maybe even going up in price at the time, which is which is a relationship that we've seen happen over very long periods of time. So, so Dave, what is the portfolio allocation theory then? Yeah, so portfolio allocation theory basically just says in the long term, the best way to get to your goals is to have a portfolio of a lot of different assets that don't all move the same direction at the same time. Um, so put simply, you want to have some por- things in your portfolio that, that zig when other things zag. And if you do that, um, you, can, you can create a, 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 an overall investment strategy for yourself as an individual that, that you know, gets from point A to point B, whether point B is retirement or saving for a house or college. You can get there a lot safer. Right, with a lot less ups and downs in your, in your portfolio value. And over time, it should lead to better results. Hmm. Well, of course, we go back eons, don't we? There is another saying, don't put all your eggs in the yeah. one basket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. To put it in simple terms, exactly. Yeah, right on. You know what does upset me, mate, with the online today? Uh, you know, we all get, the man in the street all gets, and the lady too, these emails from these gurus all wanting you to sign by their letters, but they won't give you any tips until you do. <laughs> and by then, every time you can Harry's on it, you know what I mean? It, it, it is, it's, it's a rush to be able to think, boy, I got a chance as a small guy. You know, I can get, you know, but they're all so, you know, you can't start real small. I mean, the little fellow doesn't get a chance much, you know. Well, it's hard, I think, because again, there's there's so much to know, right? And so I think when someone, if someone gets something that says, "Hey, I have the answer for you," right? I have a magic answer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 in, it's interesting, right? It, it makes people think, "Ooh, I, I'm looking for help. I, I'm confused, and this this person seems to have the answer." You know, I'd suggest that, um, you know, there's some there's a lot of different types of financial advisors out there and, and places you can get advice. Um, you know, we have a website, www.bnymellon.com. Mm-hmm. You can go to the website, um, without signing up for a newsletter. Um, you can click on uh, a tab called what we do. And if you click on, click on investment management, it'll take you to a place that shares freely all these things that we're talking about right now in this more reports and information that what talk a about service. why bonds matter. Good. Hey, it's free too, right? So, Very good. And it's, yes, it is. Listen, I got a different address to so, you. Is that www.im.bnymellon.com? 
Yes, you can go to that address as well. Oh, okay then, because I was going to ask you, you know, uh, where can my listeners go for more information? There's nothing better than sitting in your podgies, pajamas, having a nice cup of coffee or tea and relaxed at home. The one thing we have with online we never had years ago, right? And, uh, okay, so so I'll just repeat them again. Yeah, exactly. So you can, yep. yep. Go on. No, www.com im.bnymelon.com or the other one, which you can tell us. Oh, and just simply www.bnymelon.com and then you'll have to click and find the, okay. the I am part of it. Ah, so gotcha. Two gotcha. different ways to get there, but very it's probably easier to right, do right. it the way you yeah. said it. Yep. That's good. That sounds very good. Thank you, mate. That's darn good. Uh, David Mellon, uh, CIO, uh, Head of Fixed Income. And uh, in this role, he oversees the Active Fixed Income and Fixed Income Efficient Beta Portfolio Management Teams. And of course, you know, prior to 2019 merger of Mellon Capital, Standish, and the Boston Company to form Mellon, David was the Chief Executive Officer and Chief Investment Officer for Standish. So uh, he's been around a while and knows his business. And he's open. Give him a call if you like. He doesn't hide behind any desk. All right, my friend, lovely speaking with you and have a lovely day in Boston. And uh, we'll catch up again sometime. Thanks, Mark. Great speaking with you. Likewise. Goodbye now.